Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Psychic Visions Podcast. This is your host, Jason Zook. And this is Megan Kane. We're in the midst of a spiritual revolution. Our mission is to share and explore mysteries of the paranormal universe with our guests and you, our listeners, as we discuss healing, spirituality, life after death, and more. Psychic Visions Podcast, more than meets the eye. Hey, this is Megan Kane. And this is Jason Zook. And we're your host of Psychic Visions Podcast. Welcome back. Hey, Megan. How amazing is it that we get to talk about energy healing today, just between ourselves and sharing with our audience, our personal experiences on this topic with Athena Bari being on the show. And we got a chance to share that last week for our episode. I just think that anyone who's listened to our episode, they come to me and they ask me, what's this energy healing thing? People who aren't already exposed to it, have an open mind to it. And I wanted to see like with your metaphysical store, Royal Susie, when people come in and they ask you about what is energy healing, what do they usually tell them? Well, you know. People, they come in all the time, especially people who aren't familiar with it. We have a big sign in our window that says Reiki healing. So we do have a lot of people that come in and ask about it. I will show them by example. I'll either put some crystals out in front of them or even some Oracle cards and I'll have them hover their hand above it and say, okay, close your eyes and hover your hand over these crystals here or hover your hand over these Oracle cards here. Even the non-believers, they'll hover their hand over those items And they'll feel energy, whether it's heat or tingling or cold or a pulse or a pull. People will feel this energy coming off whatever items that they're tuning into. And that's like a start. That'll be the first start to get them open up to the idea of, wow, I am feeling something. There is energy coming off these items. And that's always a good way to get people to open up. I think also by closing their eyes and shutting down those other senses, they like super tune into that energy between their hand and the item they're focusing on. So they'll usually pick up, okay, this card here, and they'll pick it up and it will be accurate. Or they will close their eyes. Let's say that they're looking for a higher intention stone. They'll hover their hand over an amethyst and then like maybe a tourmaline. And they'll close their eyes. They'll stop over the amethyst and it will be right. It will be that, that higher vibrational stone rather than the protection stone, for example. They'll have the proof right in front of them. And I think that's a really good start to feeling energy because a lot of people are always feeling energy. They're just not aware of it. Yeah. I was going to tell you too, a lot of things I find clients who call me for psychic readings or people I talk to in general, a lot of people think they're just closed off. They can't do this. This is something that it's special. And what I tell people that I talk with, if you really want to experience this stuff, you have to have an open mind. Your mind needs to be like a parachute and you have to be willing to put yourself out there and go outside your comfort zone to receive it. And I remember like with you and I, 
with us personally, when I first met you, you were versed better than me in energy healing between pranic healing. And I think you were also doing Reiki back then. And I remember like when we first talked to each other, I must've given you a side look, like, what are you talking about energy healing? The only thing energy I know is what you plug into the outlet or what you have a battery for. Do you want to share with the audience like, our first experience with the pranic healing when we both basically went to a weekend of courses on it here in Tampa? Yeah, I'd love to share that. I had been working with different energy techniques from like my own kind of guided techniques to Reiki and whatnot. I met this woman at an art show. She actually walked up to me and was like, you're a healer. I was like, oh my goodness, I've been hearing this nonstop. So I knew she was intuitive. I knew she was onto something. So I opened up to her and told her about some previous experiences I had had with energy healing. And she said, okay, you're on the right path. You need to get certified with pranic healing. Come in and see me. So I went ahead and did the class and I loved it. I loved pranic healing. I thought it was amazing. So when I met you, I definitely knew that you were meant, obviously you're a natural healer. So I thought it would be so fun to do the class again with you. Yes, I went with you and we did it together. I took pranic healing twice. So the second time I did it with Jason, we had a blast. It was a whole weekend long. In pranic healing, you learn about 12 different main chakras. And of course, with Reiki, there's mostly seven chakras you, you're working with. Just for our audience's benefit, most people probably don't know what the word chakra means. Can oh, you yeah. <laughs> for sure. Chakras are basically wheels or discs, and they're thought to be like portals in which the main energetic channels of the body flow. I like that. I agree with you. A bunch of little spinning things in our body that we basically have an opportunity to open up and heal offering healing with the energy exchange. That's what I believe energy healing to be. Do you have anything else to add to that other than what I'm saying? When I do healing, because we're clairvoyant, where you and I are always picking up different things. So I can pick up, when I'm over certain chakras, I can even pick up like what they do for a living. So I'm over like a solar plexus and I'm like, okay, this is a musician. So sometimes I get different information when I'm healing different areas. And that's always fun too. I pick up not just what's going on with their chakras. Sometimes I'll know that I'm like, I have to spend more time there. I'll pick up either it's not spinning the right way or it's not spinning fast enough. Sometimes there can be like debris or whatever. There's like thicker energy or like a dirty, so to speak, energy that we have to clear. And then that's what we're doing when we're healing the energy of the chakras. So I consider energy healing as a methodology. It's a way of clearing out blockages in the body, energetic mm -hmm. blockages, I should say that we get to work with each other and with other people. I mostly just do it for family and close friends. I don't do it like you do. But from my first experience with pranic healing, I remember when we went to the training that weekend, when you did it over me, I fell asleep. Like <laughs> I was in a deep rest time yeah. and we got done with the session. I was at peace for hours after that. And I felt like it was called a spiritual massage. Yes, that's what it feels like. A lot of people tell me that when I, when they come to the shop and they get it on the table or whatever, same kind of thing. A lot of people will feel like, wow, I feel so relaxed. I feel like all the stress from my day is gone. And I feel like I just went to the spa. We hear that a lot. Or sometimes people have out-of-body experiences. Some people will feel like they're floating. I've had someone tell me that they were floating on the roof of my store, like literally having an out-of-body experience floating around the ceiling of the crystal shop. And I thought that was pretty amazing. So everybody has a different experience. I know that, like I said in the last episode, my first time I barely felt it in my top two chakras and my higher chakras. And then in my throat chakra, I felt it. And then on the way down from there, I felt every single one. So everyone is going to react to Reiki energy differently. 
And I feel like every time you have a Reiki healing, it's almost a different experience. So it just depends on which area of your body needs it the most is where you're probably going to feel it the most. Another thing I'd like to say, when I have Reiki energy done by you or by one of our other friends that are Reiki practitioners, especially if it's a full 60 minute session, what I find really fascinating when I have my hands next to me on the table, especially if like they're holding crystals, I'll feel my hands on the table. I'll feel my physical body holding the crystals, but I'll also feel two hands floating above them. It's so bizarre. So you actually can feel me personally, I can, and a lot of other people have felt this. You will feel your physical body, but you'll also feel your spirit body, which is totally bizarre. It's a really surreal feeling. So a lot of times you will feel either out of body experience, your spirit body, your actual chakras. Some people sense, hear, feel loved ones around them. There are so many different experiences that I personally witnessed. That's what I love about Reiki energy healing is every time you do it, it's going to be a different experience. And like you said, the more you do it, the more intuitive you get with it. And- I want to add a point to that because we're talking about this topic and I think it's important for our audience to understand too. I have people come to me for readings and or people we're friends with or whoever we run into and they say, I know you you meditate with crystals and I know you and Megan do the energy healing stuff. Like when we got back from California last year, a lot of people asked me about it and I told them, yeah, we went and got attuned for Reiki with Athena Bari. A lot of people are like, I don't even understand that because I would try to show them the energy healing thing. And a lot of them are closed off. But what I did notice is once they've experienced it, once they had an open mind, their opening for everything else comes with it. It's kind of opening a door and walking into a room you've never been in before. Using this stuff opens the mind, frees the spirit, connects the energies of the body and allows you to become more intuitive and flow within yourself. I think that's a big part of this whole process that is worth mentioning today to our audience is that engaging in this stuff, it's not just ideals. It's not just crystals. It's a spiritual journey you take within yourself and you can embark on that by having an open mind. Definitely. When you have a healing mindset, it just makes it easier for the body to catch up with that and for the body to want to work along with those healing thoughts. My journey with Reiki has been long. It's been a continued source of learning for me. And I've had lots of teachers, which has been so fun. I've got to learn with you and I've got to learn with many people over the years. The reason I was so interested in seeing if Athena had healed animals is because I've done some healing work with animals myself. And that's what really got me interested in it. I had seen a video on Facebook and it was these two little ladies who were holding this little injured bird. One of the ladies did Reiki over the bird and it was like, just a few minutes of Reiki, not even. And the bird flew out of her hand and flew off. And it was the coolest thing. So I was like praying about it. I was saying to God, to spirit, I want an opportunity to heal an animal. That would be so cool because I had such great feedback with the Reiki healing on people. A few days later, I came down my stairs and there was a butterfly at my back door. So Brian and I had come down the stairs. There was this big, beautiful monarch back there. And I was like, oh my goodness, a butterfly. It looked like it was dead. It was like folded over. The wings were intact. The wings were fine, but the body was curled up like the way you would find a worm who had that had passed or something, the way it curls up. I saw it and I thought, okay, this has to be a sign or a gift, something. It was right at my back door on my mat. I went out there and I was thinking, should I make earrings with it? What do I do? And then I thought about the video and I was like, oh, I'm going to try to do the Reiki healing on it. I get down, I rub my hands together. I hover my hands over this butterfly. Something guides me to just tap the top near its little antennas. And then I put my hands back over, hover it a little bit more. And then I tap the bottom, then go back over the center and hover again. 
And I, I swear on everything, I'm hovering in that butterfly stands up like on its little legs and its wings spread apart and it flaps and it flies away. I am like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this just happened. No one's going to believe me. I'm just in shock of what I've just witnessed. And I look up and there's Brian looking out our kitchen window. His eyes are like huge saucers. His mouth is agape and he just has the look that he's just seen a ghost. I look at him and I'm like, did you just see that? Like I mouthed it to him and he like just nodded like, yeah. So he's my witness. I know you know that story, which is- I've heard it. I've heard it. Anytime (laughs) I hear it, I'm always entertained by it because I I can see things as you're describing the story. I can see you in the backyard. I can see you doing that. And I know what you're describing is authentic because we've done this stuff together. And I know for a fact it it has an impact on any living thing on our planet. It's part of the universe. It's a natural flow of things. You're connecting into a healing energy that flows from you to the butterfly. That had to be very rewarding for you. It was. It was such a- confirmation. I'm just so happy that Brian saw it because I'm sure like when we got together 10 years ago, he probably thought I was such a nutcase, but he loved me anyway. But over the years, I've been able to show him the truth. And he's a believer now from seeing UFOs to his mother coming through to other spiritual experiences with me, with you, with more of our friends. Like Brian is totally on board now. That's another thing is having witnesses to some of the healing experiences too is nice because it gives you that extra confirmation to keep moving forward with it. That's excellent. Yeah. I was able to heal different animals and I tried different techniques. I can definitely attest to the healing powers of Reiki firsthand experiences. I've had amazing healings myself and I've been able to witness some amazing healings when I've channeled the energy. It's an amazing experience. Y'all, if you haven't tried Reiki, if you have, you know what I'm talking about. Find someone in your area or you can do long distance with Athena, like she said in the episode before, or you can reach out to one of us. We can do it for you. Look into it, everybody. It's definitely experience worth trying. I was open to it, but I was, eh, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll work. And I was pretty excited to, to see that I actually could feel it. I would just say that no matter how many times we talk about this topic, it's fun for me. And it's always exciting when we get a chance to discuss energy healing and how it can impact our individual lives. And from my vantage point, I just want to conclude this episode with us talking about what steps could anyone in the audience listening to us, right? Let's say someone has never had any experience with anything spiritual. They think they're closed off to it. They don't believe in the spiritual side of things. And they're interested after listening to us talk about this or after listening to Athena's episode with us to want to at least try to be open to it. What steps would you think we should come up with to give them some ideas? Like I would say from my vantage point, I always use this analogy. I know you've heard me say this. When you and I went stargazing a few years ago on your family ranch in Eastern Hillsborough County, it gave me a big eye-opening experience. You know what that was? How light pollution can really block our natural view of the cosmos. And what I tell anyone I work with is if you want to become more open to this stuff, it's like going and gazing at the stars in a, a rural area where you don't have any light pollution. You'll see this amazing canvas of beauty that is our universe. Analogy, actually. I love that analogy. Thank you. So for me, I would just tell people, if you want to be more open to receiving energy healing or being open to spirituality, try to clear out your mind, learn to meditate, be be mindful and take the thoughts that are extraneously floating around your mind, your what if thoughts, your worries or concerns. Light pollution. Take out your light pollution and release that. And I feel like that can hopefully start getting you in sync with this stuff. And I've seen people I work with and they come back later and they're like, it's a new life. I have a whole entire experience now that I'm open to this stuff. They start noticing synchronicity with angel numbers. They start 
sensing things and they act like a little kid in the candy store. Once you have a taste of it, you really can't. You're like, oh my goodness, you want to try it again. Don't be discouraged if you don't feel it. Like it's very rare. Don't be discouraged because you still are getting the healing. And the same for if you if you go to take a Reiki class, let's say you don't feel the energy the first time as trying to be a healer and following that path. Don't be discouraged. I know lots of people who didn't feel it at first and then they do. So it just takes some time sometimes. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my goodness, I feel it. But you are still doing the work. You're still receiving the energy. You're still getting the healing. Just keep sticking to it. Just work with the energy and eventually you will feel it. I can share one last example, you and I. Last year, I had a cancer scare. I'm not shy to talk about that. Luckily, it wasn't cancer, but I remember I was really freaked out one morning and you and I met at a local IHOP and you saw me, like you could just tell my energy was off a little bit that morning and you did Reiki and you touched my hand. And I remember this sharp bolt of healing energy came through my hand and worked up its way up my arm. And I felt this calming feeling. And I was like, wow, Megan, that's awesome. It was one of those moments that I could tell the audience was very powerful for me. And that was recent. It was last year. Yeah. I really love that you described it like that. Cause that's exactly when I do those healings where I hold your hands, that's exactly what I do. I send up the energy that direction. I do it up the arm. I work the shoulder and then I go around the heart and kind of center it there and then let it go out from there. You're so intuitive. I love that you can do that. That you like can like no. We both are. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's exactly what I did when I did that to you the other and that was actually only two months ago. But technically, yeah, that was maybe last year. <laughs> well you know what that showed me that you've advanced your own abilities because I don't do as much of the energy healing right now because of my time constraints and things. I love reading people doing intuitive stuff or mediumship, but it's like a menu. It's like an item you can add to your life. I'm just so glad that we're blessed to have each other and can work this stuff. It really is a lifestyle. It's a spiritual energetic lifestyle, in my opinion. And I think it's something that anyone in the audience who feels like they're searching for something, you should consider energy healing. And most places have local practitioners right within your zip code. That would be one of the things I would recommend. Yes. And it can be whether it wants something for a physical healing, it can be an emotional healing. I know that I've had trauma healed through Reiki and physical pain. It is such a well-versed healing technique that I've had amazing experience with different practitioners. Try different ones, try different techniques, try pranic, try Reiki healing, try different types of yoga and breath work, all these different types of energy. They are all energy healing. They're really beneficial. So give it a whirl, give it a try. And I think you guys will really benefit from it and let us know, write us on our Instagram, message us, let us know what you think when you try it, because I'm really curious to hear your first experiences. We'd really like to hear from you guys. Get your feedback, because I know that you'll be like us. Once you try it, you'll be like, oh my God, this exists, and it's amazing. In the last seven years I've known you, you've helped me on my journey, and you've showed me a lot of things. That obviously, there's things I can pick up on my own, but there's other things that have been enhancing my life. And I appreciate that. And I'll share with the audience. If you have an open mind and you go on this journey within yourself, you will have an enhanced life and it'll help you and it can help others. And there's nothing better than healing energy. So there's no downside to any of this. The other really cool part is as a practitioner, when you're channeling that energy, there's always some that stays with you. So when you're healing someone else, you almost feel healed yourself. You feel part of that energy staying with you. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. 
Subscribe to the Nature Pack podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. And you feel really good after a Reiki session. A lot of people ask me, are you tired? Are you beat? Are you like, you're doing so many healings? And no, it's like, I'm the vessel. It just channels through me. And sometimes it leaves me with some and that's nice too. Definitely get into it, y'all. Definitely look into it. Let us know what you think. We're running low on time, unfortunately, Megan. Is there anything else we need to bring up about energy healing that you could think of? I think from my vantage point, we've covered the general areas of this stuff for this episode. I would encourage our audience to learn as much about this stuff as possible and have an open mind. It's fun. There's nothing to this that you can't enjoy. It's like learning to read, learning to ride a bike, learning to drive. It's a skill set. But when you do it, you'll find a lot of things open in your mind and your body and your spirit that'll be very powerful. Yes, I agree. And remember, guys, if you don't have someone local or you don't want to do it in person, you can definitely do it long distance. My first experience was long distance. I did not expect to feel it. And I definitely felt it. And that's why I am on the journey I'm on today. Until next time, we're your host, Megan Kane And Jason Zook. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in this episode. We can't wait to bring you more episodes. Thank you again. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow Psychic Visions Podcast on Instagram. Psychic Visions Podcast is a production of Electrocast Media. Our executive producers are Mark Netter and Peter Rafelson. If you like our show and enjoy what you hear, please subscribe and give us a rating wherever you enjoy podcasts. And always remember, harness your inner power.